ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 22 of the Sports Plus Live podcast, the Emmett Smith episode of the Sports Plus Live podcast. My name is Edgar, Mr. A.K. Rodriguez, and um, I'm not going to say that, and um, I'm not. I'm trying not to say that. If I do, someone count me down, because I, I know it's because I know I'm going to say, I know I'm not going to be able to go the rest of this episode without going on um and um we are here it's been a crap i almost said it it's been a crappy week um rough start to the 2020 you got coronavirus is that where people are like eating bats and shit um or drinking too much corona because i think i got that a long time ago um Fuck, see, there it was. Uh, we can, uh, it's been a crappy start to 2020. World War Three almost broke out. Don't know, still might break out. Of course, um, we've had uh, Kobe Bryant passing away his last week. Coronavirus on the rise. It's been a wild 2020, but we're still alive. We're still breathing. We're, we're still above on this side of the ground, which is always a good thing. So every time you wake up, it's always a, um, it's always a good thing. I think that's one of the, one thing I saw this weekend. I think I posted it as well. I posted it on either uh, sports plus life on Twitter or Instagram or MRAKACO on Twitter, on Instagram, um, that leaving your house and returning is an underrated blessing. Which it is, especially after what happened this weekend, this last weekend. But, you know, there's been high praise for Kobe Bryant all week. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he was loved. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I really haven't heard of anyone saying, deliberately saying something bad about him. I've seen some people going out there saying just shit about him for clout, which people don't, you know, obviously don't know shit about him. Only go by what they see or what they hear or what they could conjure up. That's the type of negativity I don't need in my life. And what I'm referring to, <clears throat> I wasn't going to bring it up here, but I was, I'm was. i on a roll. Might as well. Ari Shafir, um, who is a comedian. Not really that funny, to be honest with you. I've, I've, seen, him be, I've seen him before. Wasn't that impressed. He... Um, he said something about Kobe. Let me see if I can pull up the quote here. And I'm trying to think of stupid shit he said. But he said something about him. Um, being dead. So something about him. <clears throat> He's finally dead. Probably 23 years too late. Something around there. And it was he tweeted out a video calling it a great day. Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they, they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. And this video... He, Looks like he took it in in Charlotte, I think is what it was. 
I didn't watch the video. Saw a glimpse of it. I just been like so emotional, like all week. Just like I don't know what's wrong with me, but yeah. Let me see here. He goes. He goes on to say, "Yeah, he's been emotional." I was like, yeah, "I don't, I don't fly off the cuff with this guy." Every time a beloved celebrity dies, I post some horrible shit about them. I've been doing it for years now. I like destroying gods. And right when a famous person dies, they're at their most worship. So as a response to all the outpouring of sympathy on social media, I post something vile. It's a joke. I don't really hate any of the people. But there's like nothing funny about it. He claimed it was a joke, but I don't. I didn't see anything funny about it. Like, I get it. Like, I... That didn't seem funny. I just, I, I get comedians. They always want to push the envelope. They, I love comedy. I follow comedy very closely. They always want to push the envelope. They want to put, get, you know, get as close to the edge as possible. But sometimes it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, if shit wasn't, there's was nothing funny about it. I didn't see a joke there. I didn't see anybody like, oh, I, ha. Like, I have. An understanding somewhat about comedy. I have an understanding about comedy stand-up in general. Even though I don't do it, but I, you know, I've watched it so many times. I love it. Like, I get it. <clears throat> Especially now with all these podcasts out. Um, all these comedians with their podcasts, they like to dive into it a little bit more. So you start understanding more. You're like, oh, okay, that's why they did this. That's why he does this. But that, like, there was nothing to, there's nothing funny to take away from it. You're not a funny dude. <clears throat> you really wasn't funny to start with, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I just uh, I didn't really get that. <clears throat> I really didn't get that part. I don't know why. You know, he feels a need to do this. No, there wasn't no joke there. But it looks like he's getting dropped um, from comedy clubs, which is shit for him because that's how you make your money. You're making money from these comedy clubs, all these different spots, you know, you tour, um, you tour, you make, um, how many ums is that, by the way, you make, <clears throat> that's how you make your money, you tour, you tell jokes, whatever that is you call a joke, I don't, I just don't, I never, I didn't get it, so, but we're gonna cut that short because Really, there's nothing funny about it, but I just wanted to highlight. I mean, that's a negativity that that fills this world. But it was it was very bittersweet to see, you know, to just read and look, watch TV on Instagram everywhere. All the tributes to Kobe Bryant, because you could tell every, the world, NBA basketball, the Lakers, everyone lost a good one. He was a good dude. I, I said this last time. He's very accessible to a lot of people. Very influential to a lot of people. And was an overall good guy. A good dad. A girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. People like people like this who do shock comedy. Who tra- just, he's just trying to make a name for himself. Because he's not. There's nothing outside of the comedy world. Like not too many people know about him. Like people would know a Joe Rogan. Or Chris Rock or Kevin Hart. No one. That's what these type of dudes. These are these type of people do. 
But you got to move on from shit like that because there's stupid people like that everywhere. Your, it's up to you whether or not you're going to let it ruin your day. And I'm just like, I just can't anymore. I just, I'm not going to let that shit ruin my day because obviously life is short. And you're going to let shit like that get to you. Stupid fucks like that get to you. Then you're just going to waste energy and just ruin your day. And it's not worth it. Time's precious. Let's move on. Let's not bring this shit to light. But I wanted to bring it to light because he's a douchebag. He's a tool bag. <clears throat> I'm just looking at him. Stupid fucking face right there. Deleting. <clears throat> Anyways. But it was cool all week to see I mean, so many tributes. And so many people were brought together. Um, because of this one man. I mean, you look at the... Outside of Staples Center, the memorials, the flowers, the pictures, the everything, the bunch of different Mexican bands, mariachi band, bandas, white people, black people, like so many people were brought together from this one dude. It's a shame. And here's the thing about Kobe Bryant is that, yeah, people get celebrated more when they're dead. But I've, I mean, everything that a lot of people are saying, I've heard before. And Kobe Bryant's always been celebrated. Kobe Bryant's one of the best basketball players to ever put on a pair of shoes, pick up the basketball. And he always will be. That's how he's going to go down as. But this, you know, he's 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 a legend. He always was. He was a le- living legend. There's so many stories out there that were that were have been around for a while, but they are coming more to light now because of his passing. He definitely touched a lot of lives and did a lot of good for a lot of people. A lot of it stuff, you could hear it coming out that wasn't published. You know, uh, was it? There wasn't no PR behind it because that's how he wanted it. So, yeah, we're getting, yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember anyone being celebrated like this either. Even Muhammad Ali when he passed away, which... Is one of the things I've messed up on the uh, Decade Review podcast, episode number 15. Um, you know, when he passed away, the same year that Kobe Bryant retired. I don't remember, even Muhammad Ali, the great Muhammad Ali, wasn't as celebrated as as I'm seeing right now as Kobe Bryant. And Muhammad Ali is great, so he should be celebrated very well, but yeah. So the celebration is going to continue. The life of, uh, celebrating the life of Kobe Bryant is going to continue. His legacy will continue. And basketball will keep being played. And so will everything else. And, you know, what, you know, all time heals all wounds. And um, it's okay just to be sad. But eventually we're going to have to move on. And that's where I'm at in the process. I might, like I said, I don't. It wasn't had really nothing to do with Kobe Bryant. To be honest, with you. I've never been a big Kobe Bryant guy. But this week just made me realize how low, short life is. How you know how messed up life is. That you just got to enjoy it, keep on moving. And that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep on moving on. Recipes, Kobe Bryant. We're gonna moving on. And this is probably one of my favorite times of the year. It is Super Bowl Sunday coming up here pretty soon. So we're just days away from Super Bowl Sunday. 
and 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs, I think, are going to give us a good one. I did some squares, so hopefully they did the right squares. I got—I don't even know what numbers I, what numbers are I have and what whatever. I'm gonna check it out. Um, I think this is gonna be a pretty good one. I think this one's gonna be pretty decent. The uh, I don't know even know who's favored. Let me uh, pull it up here, but it's gonna be a good one. I will. I don't know what you guys' plans are. I'm going to my friend uh, Chase's for house because he is a huge Chiefs fan. And I did tell him if the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, I'll be there with you. Part of me hopes. So half of me hopes they win because I don't want to be in that vicinity, in that vicinity when they lose. Part of me wants them to lose because I'm a Broncos fan. I don't. I don't care. One way or another, I just. I hope both teams win. I hope both teams have a good time. I don't care. Unless I put a, decide to put a bet down. One might be possible um, on something soon. Who knows? Um, but this is going to be a good one. The reason why Niners have uh, just... Niners have been good on both sides of the ball. So have the Chiefs. Not as consistent in the 49ers, but they have been. I mean, you could look at the last game in the NFC, AFC championship games. AFC championship games, they pretty much won that game without Tyreek Hill. I don't think he caught it once. I don't even remember if I, it's the game I'm thinking about. Maybe the game before. I'm pretty sure Tyreek Hill didn't even catch it, but one of the best receivers, fastest receivers, cheetah-like players in the league. And they did it without hardly even throwing him. You look at the other side of the ball. Last game, too, they they kind of won that game before George Kittle even had a catch in that game. George Kittle, one of the best pass catchers, one of the best receivers on that team, didn't catch his first ball until third quarter, so second half. So it's like they have so many weapons... And it's it's pretty crazy. So let's take a look at the Chiefs side. The Chiefs side is obviously Patrick Mahomes has it all. The athletic ability. He has the arm, the legs, the mental awareness, toughness. The guy came back from dislocated knee, for God's sakes. Jesus, how do you, uh, I didn't even know you could come back from that honest with you but he didn't you can also you mean you also got Travis Kelsey another top tight end what two you got one and two top tight ends in the league going at it head to head we're not head to head but they're gonna be on the in the same game they can't go head to head but you get what I'm saying Travis Kelsey phenomenal last game um was catching everything, and he's a security blanket for um, Patrick Mahomes. He'll be there. I'll be there for you. I'll be there when you're. I don't know how the song goes, but he'll be there for Patrick Mahomes in Miami. I got you. He says, "I got you," and they'll do one of these, one of these woes. If you guys aren't listening, if you guys are watching on YouTube, by the way, find me on YouTube. If you guys aren't list, if you guys aren't watching me on YouTube, 
find me youtube.com slash sports plus life. If you're watching me on YouTube, thank you. Yeah, I think, by the way, Chiefs, um, let's see, they're one and a half points favorites. One and a half fat, one and a half point favorites is what it looks like. So what does it mean? They're minus one and a half. That's what that means. I'm getting a hang of this um, whole betting thing. I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get a hang. I'm gonna have a hang of it. I'm gonna have to go at my uh, my my fellows at the most underrated podcast to help me out. But anyways, yeah, Chiefs have Travis Kelsey, one of the best hands in the league, best tight end hands in the league. Also Tyreek Hill, which I just mentioned. Tariq Hill? That's what I said, right? Um, the fastest man in the NFL. You also have Damian Williams, who's been playing very, very well. <clears throat> Scoring a lot of touchdowns from Oklahoma. And then the offensive line's kind of getting it together. They weren't there for a little bit, but they were getting it together. I think they've kind of peaked at the right moment towards the end there. So, I mean, it's going to be very interesting. I want to see... what Patrick Mahomes has in store for the Niners or what Andy Reid has in store because Andy Reid's going to be a big part of this. Big Andy Reid. You know why I like Andy Reid? Because he likes food and he doesn't hide it. He doesn't hide it like like all the other. You know what he did after the NFC cha- AFC, cha- AFC Championship game? He goes, oh, I just had a cheeseburger and went to sleep. That's my spirit animal. I love that dude. So I, I guess I'm, gonna, I'm rooting for the Chiefs now. It's out, cats out the bag. I'm rooting for the Chiefs, minus one and a half. I'm taking that bet. Just kidding. I don't bet. <clears throat> um, but anyways, yeah. Um, who knows what's gonna happen? I and usually from what I've seen, my experience, Broncos went to the Super Bowl a few times the last few years. Defense usually wins championships. And if we're going off of that, 49ers have the better defense, in my opinion. The 49ers were probably, so points against their eighth in the league. <clears throat> Pretty solid defense. I mean, it's not bad at all. Number seven were the Chiefs. I mean, it's kind of a pick them there. You know, but I think <clears throat> defensively, it's yeah, I guess it is kind of a pick em because, <clears throat> well, let's, well, first off, let's talk about this. 49ers have a lot of good tools. Um, stat what's his name? Someone holler at me. Morstats, Morstats. Um, I'm going to look it up because guess what? More stats. More, more sturt. More, more sturt. Um, more sturt, Brady, all those guys. Use check. Then you ever get you check. That running game has been pretty vicious. Kind of rotating around. Just everyone all year. I think they lost Coleman. I don't know what Coleman's status it is for the Super Bowl because he got hurt last time. But everyone's been running the ball, especially Mostert. That guy, it just came out. 
scored four touchdowns, beat up the Vikings. I think is who they played last. I can't remember who it was. Was it the Vikings? Doesn't even matter because they smoked them. And Mostert was the reason. Jimmy G has been the top quarterback, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFC all year. And, um, of course, George Kittle, vicious. George Kittle, reason I like George Kittle, because he has cero miedo. Just like my boys Pent- Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. Cero, Ray Phoenix Jr., cero miedo. That means no fear. You see him throw it up. Everyone's like, oh, he's throwing up white power. No, it's cero miedo. No fear. That's why I like Kittle. Kittle's a you see him with the rock. He does a rock. He does Stone Cold. He does all that. That's why I fucks with Kittle. I like Kittle. But yeah, I mean, then they also have, I mean, as far as the you know receivers go, they've done very well with. Uh, I'm gonna look up the receivers' name. I have I'm bad with names. It's been a crazy week. Debo Samuel playing out of his mind. The rookie, I think, the rookie out of uh, is it Clemson? I'm not 100 percent sure. And they also added on Emmanuel Sanders. So that's always good to have someone who's won a Super Bowl. Who's been there. Especially in that offense. Especially with a young guy like Debo Samuel. To have someone I have to lean on. Of, lean on. It's good to have that. And they made that trade midseason from the Broncos. <clears throat> I mean, they have a lot of good tools. They play very well, especially in receiving core. But the, the gem of the year has been... Has been the defense. I mean, it's just especially that defensive line with Bosa. I mean, that dude, that kid, that dude came out, and now I see why he left early for the NFL, or well, he left early, left college early to prepare for the NFL, because like he. That's what he did. I mean, he went to go get healthy. He knew um, that he wanted to be fixed up. He wanted to be 100% going into, what is that called? The training combine. And I don't even think he was there at the combine. He just wanted to be ready. Of course, you've had guys like D Ford, Nick Bosa, I mean, did they go on? I mean, whoever, I don't know who else is on that. Nick Ford, with D Ford. Yeah, D Ford, I think they picked him up from the Chiefs, I believe. And then Nick Bosa. They played out of their minds. Rookie, defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bosa. And it's just in his blood because his brother's a beast. His dad was a beast. So just like the Watts. Pretty crazy. But who have shined the most really is a secondary, which I still don't. Yeah, you know, you know, you. I'm not going to talk about it. You know how I feel about secondary DBs, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They've actually done pretty decent. Quan Alexander, Sherman. As a safety, looks like. I don't know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> I really haven't followed the Niners, I'll be honest with you. But Rich Sherman, obviously. Warner, Quan Alexander, all those. It just defense has been pretty good. I look to I'm reading because I'm, I don't know anyone's name. Because <clears throat> I didn't follow the Niners. I should. Now I should. And now I look stupid. But it's okay. 
it happened. It's been a rough week. Don't don't come at me like that. I have it everything. I have everything in front of me too, and I'm trying to try to keep it in. But that defense have showed that they can hang with the best. <clears throat> you said you get the Seahawks stifled. They're just everyone. They had to play the Seahawks twice. I mean, they even play the they beat up the Packers. So that defense is solid, and I think why the secondary has been better is because of that defensive line. Defensive line has been able to get to the quarterback, put their hands on the quarterback, slow the quarterback, slow that down, stop the running game, and it just makes the DBs look better, and I think that's why. <clears throat> when I was, um, and I, I like, I used to be a defensive lineman myself, but when I was, uh, when I used to play Madden a lot, I used, I always start out as a D end. I like doing that because I like, I don't know, I like defensive line. It's pretty cool. I played it. I used to like linebacker still, but I, uh, there's something about the defensive line I've always been drawn to. And I was a Nick Bosa hater for obvious reasons. You, you guys know my, you guys know my track, my track record. Oklahoma Sooner, you've seen it all. I wasn't a big fan of him leaving college early, quit on your team, but he's proven that he knew what he was doing. So big props to Bosa and the 49ers defense. He, he made that defense shine. How many sacks did he have on that in that Browns game? I think it's like three or four. I don't remember. It was a lot. But the defense offense been really good all year. One of the most complete teams all year, thirteen and three all year. I don't know how this game's gonna go. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I hate guessing how this game's gonna go because, especially on the Chiefs' defensive side, the Honey Badger. Honey Badger has played out his mind. For, especially during the playoffs, like he's kind of like rose up in the playoffs. Come on, damn it. Oh. Honey Badger doesn't give a shit. Is that what it used to be? Honey Badger don't give a shit. And Honey Badger's kind of bad, like. I know he's been. Where was he? Was he in Arizona? Houston? Was it Houston, Arizona? And then now he's with the Chiefs. Had that whole. Had that whole um, marijuana thing at LSU. Made him leave early. I can't remember how that whole thing went. I got to look it up. But he's proven, man. He's at the Super Bowl. And. I I like that. I like the Honey Badger. I like how he plays. Reminds me of. uh, I ain't going to say it. Bronco fans are going to be mad. But that whole defense has done real well. I mean, defense is really well because especially how they stopped Derrick Henry and those Titans, that running game. Derrick Henry got stopped. Frank Clark talked that shit and backed it up, kind of. I didn't see him really stop Derrick Henry, but it was a more of a team effort. Um, Chris Jones. How do you say that name? Basagan, Basagnon, Basagnon. I don't even know. But Breland and Fuller, the uh, linebackers, I like the way they've been playing. And also, of course, um, 
Traverius Ward. I think that's his name, right? But everyone's been playing well. The Honey Badger has been the most biggest surprise for me on that defense. So I hate watching these two teams. I was a hate. I'm a hater of both teams. I'll be honest with you. That's why I don't know any of these names. You know Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, blah, blah, blah. You know all those. Jimmy G. But I am excited for football. I'm excited for a good distraction. I'm excited that J-Lo and C and... Was it J-Lo and... Shakira. If there was ever time for a wardrobe malfunction, I would like it to be then. I'm excited for... uh, I don't know what they're going to... I don't know if it's going to be just them two. I think they're going to bring other probably guests. I'm excited for Los Tigres del, del Norte. No, Los Tigres del Norte. They're they're performing at some capacity before probably the Super Bowl. Um, watch out because Mexicans, Latinos are taking over. So, this is just watch out. Um, yeah, I'm just excited. I don't know what you guys, like I said, I don't know what you guys are plan, what your plans are for Super Bowl Sunday. Put me in the comments. Um, at me, Sports Plus Life. It's like raining. Sports Plus Life, Instagram and Twitter. And then M-R-A-K-A-C-O, Instagram and Twitter. I can't wait for the food. I'm just excited. I, I think I might mess around and make some, uh, some buffalo dip. That's what I'm excited for. The buffalo anything. Buffalo wings, buffalo dip. Um, buffalo whatever. Even buffalo celery. I'll do that. I'm just ready. I'm ready for Super Bowl Sunday. I'm ready for this damn distraction. I'm ready for something good in 2020. I'm just ready. Positive. Positive vibes. Like I said, 2020, we're cleaning up everything. 2020, we're cleaning up my health. 2020, we're cleaning up just good vibes only. As the kids would say, good vibes only. It's like this. Whoa. Good vibes only. Good people only. Good food only. Remember, life is short. I said this on the last podcast. I'm going to reiterate that. Eat the wings. You know what I'm saying? You can eat a couple wings. You know, get a couple carbs. A little bit of fried food on you. You know what I'm saying? Get some of that dip. Some chips. A couple burgers. All right? This is... Um, I don't know how long we've been doing this. Hold on. Everyone chill. You guys are going to be freaked out. Ready? I'm back. Um, 30 minutes, half hour. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have too much other stuff to talk about. And this will probably be a short podcast. I did, however, I, w- I wanted to talk about this last time. Um, people who rise up. Something positive um, that we can talk about. And I was talk- so kind of talking about it last time. Um. One of the bright spots is last week was WWE Royal Rumble 2020, where Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble and the Men's Royal Rumble, and then Charlotte Flair won the Women's Royal Rumble, and a bunch of other stuff happened. But the cool thing about the whole thing was Edge returning after a nine-year hiatus from 
not even nine year hiatus. It was a retirement. He was retired for nine years. The reason why he was retired because he had a lot of neck issues. I think I've talked about this before. I had a lot of neck issues and had like triple fusion of his neck. C4. I don't remember what it's something crazy about his neck, but they said that he had to retire. Doctor said he had to retire nine years ago because he took another bump, another fall. So that's what, if you ever see anyone fall or in WWE, they call it a bump. Just so you know, it's a bump. So they fall, they bumped. So if taking more bumps, he would possibly be paralyzed, can never do walk again. So he had to retire. But nine years later, that's not the case. Nine years later, he's back in the ring. It took a lot of bumps, a lot of spears. Um, it got very physical. But it was so cool because it took me back. It was you know just a reminder of how cool Edge was. Um, he had a podcast, ENC, Reeks of Austin, if I can't remember what it's called, but they don't have it anymore. But I think that's why they, now that this is looking back because I was listening and he was like, yeah, we got to do, not do the podcast anymore because his wife is Beth Phoenix, who also kind of wrestled, still wrestled, hasn't wrestled in a while. It still wrestles like here and there, does commentary for NXT at WWE. And his reason was, oh, well, she's working a lot now, so I have to watch the kids. Fair enough. But now he was ready. This was back in maybe October, November. Now I was realizing he was training. He he was training to come back and make his comeback, and that's exactly what he did. Because he came out looking shredded. He had the little gray, a little grizzled, little gray. He looked a little older, but he was shredded and he was in shape. And that was inspiring because it was so cool. And that's why it was very inspiring because one, the music hits, the fog comes out. He comes out with his long hair and he's like pulling it back and he's just fucking wide eyed and comes out, gives a spear. It's just very energetic. If you guys have never watched wrestling, give it a go. Like, yeah, of course, it's not fake. It's predetermined. There's a difference. We've been to this before. But it was a great distraction from everything that's been going on, just life in general. And I had a lot of good, I had a good time watching it. But that was very inspiring because they, you couldn't. They told him you couldn't follow your dreams anymore. Your dreams are over. You did them. That's it. You can't do it anymore. What you love to do, you can't do anymore. Nine years later, he's back in the ring. And then Monday Night Raw, Randy Orton hits him over the head with a chair. <laughs> Talk about a derailment. But. It's really it's 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 it was very inspiring because I mean nine years like nine years ago, they said you couldn't do this because you're gonna break your neck and you're gonna get paralyzed or die whatever. And he's back. Nine years later, like it's just crazy. I don't know what happened between nine years. Maybe it healed up. Maybe everything healed up. Maybe it just needed time. Time heals all wounds, literally and figuratively. I guess. Same thing happened with like someone like Dan- Daniel Bryant, who had to. Um, he came back later. Th- I think he came back last year, I believe, but who had to retire because of too many concussions. And then doctors later were like, "You know, your brain's all right. You don't see anything wrong, but we're gonna check you every time. You know, we're gonna check you almost every time you wrestle." And he's been able to come back. And brain injuries are scary because, I mean, just look at someone like, the Gronk. He's scared. I mean, dude, he's like the Gronk, like 
just CT and like everyone in general, people retiring earlier. Andrew Luck retiring. We talked about this a few podcasts ago. Andrew Luck retiring. Calvin Johnson. Concussions are real. The physicality of all this is real. And we just got to give these guys, you know, football players, wrestlers, props for entertaining us. And because that's what it is, is entertainment, sports entertainment, WWE sports entertainment. But they put their sh- they put their shit on the line sometimes. And uh, mad props to him. I could never do that. But trust me, I've taken a couple swan dives off our bunk beds, off, off our off our bunk beds when we were smaller. I've taken a couple unprotected hair chair shots to the head as a kid. Um, pretty fun story. Not fun now. Actually, it was funny. My um, <clears throat> my grandma, my uncle, my aunt, my cousin lived on a farm. We were, geez, I don't know how, probably 12, 13 at the time. 12, 13, yeah. And we would all wrestle. And we would wrestle all over the the, the farm. A lot of property. And we'd have trampolines we'd wrestle on. We'd do rumbles on trampolines. We'd get messed up on that, get caught up in the springs. Um, one time, though, we were just kind of running around the farm. And I'll never forget this. My brother... I don't remember what it was. It was like a free-for-all almost. And we were all running around. My brother grabs a PVC pipe, which is like, I don't know how big around. Pretty big, and it was long. And my cousin Dominic was chasing us. And it was chasing me, and I turned the corner. And this was like out of a, like a cartoon. My brother winds up and just cracks him over the head with a PVC pipe. And all you hear is, and he just falls to the ground and that and <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I don't think we knocked him out. We got him pretty good. We've done some stupid shit on that farm. Good memories. Pretty funny stuff. But that, yeah, wrestling's been a part of my life. So who knows? With NFL being on, I might have to talk a little bit more wrestling now here and there. I don't know. Who knows? You never know. Because I'm definitely going to talk about it because it's Road to WrestleMania. The best time of the year. The road to WrestleMania is the best time of the year. You don't know who's going to show up. <clears throat> Old, new, free agent. It's just an amazing time from here on to uh, WrestleMania because you're like, oh, you're on, you. I tune in every week, every weekend now. Um, any pay per view, any Monday night, Friday night. So, we will see. I said it earlier. Isn't the best? Like I think. Probably episode number one, two, or three, one of those two. Uh, there's no better time to be a wrestling fan than now, and it still holds true. If you 22, episode number 22. So that's it. That's it for this podcast, Sports Plus Live Podcast, episode number two. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, <clears throat> do me a favor. Hug your loved ones. Anyone you see during Super Bowl Sunday, even if they're a Chiefs fan or a Niners fan. Hug, no, don't hug no Raiders fans. Don't do that. You're going to catch something. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Keep tuning in. Like, subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash sports plus life. Instagram, sports plus life. M-R-A-K-C-O at, no, hold on. Okay, let's rewind. Twitter at <laughs> Twitter sports plus life. Twitter, M-R-A-K-A-C-O. Instagram, M-R-A-K-A-C-O. So holler at me. Um, 
let's stay positive. Let's keep living life. Let's keep it rolling. I don't know how else to end this, but... Uh,